For Friday, February 4, the 35th day of 2022. There are 330 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app, using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast, on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and the hashtag is In the Know. Coming up today, We'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. We'll talk about the weather, what it looks like today, what it looks like through the weekend, road conditions. We'll get you all up to date. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In The No. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. Is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? Better than I expected. Yeah, you thought uh, you thought maybe more weather than what we actually ended yes. up with. So that's and uh, we made it in safe, yeah, and that's, that's, a, that's, yeah. that's a blessing. Hey, uh, if someone doesn't answer your text, don't take it personally. Research reveals that dealing with nonstop notifications and conversations can cause text anxiety, making it more likely people will delay replies or not reply at all. Sound familiar? A little bit, yeah. (laughs) We've spent the last 15 years figuring out how uh, cell phones are like with us 24 hours a day. Now we need to spend the next 15 trying to figure out how to uh, distance ourselves from them just uh, a little bit. He is the five-time winner of the Coveted Ohio NewsHawk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee, covering every corner of the globe, London, Moscow, Paris, Morgantown, and Beijing. He's Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? Not too bad. I'm a little sleepy. Are you sleepy? Uh, not, not too much. I thought maybe you got up early and watched the opening ceremonies from Beijing. They were at... 5.30 Central Time. No, I watched a little bit of the, whatever was skiing last night, and oh, yeah, uh, there was figure skating. Except I don't understand figure skating. I don't understand how they get points and, and all of that. Really, I didn't understand how they got points in the skiing either, so. It would be more, it might be more enjoyable if it were like figure skating meets the WWE, where you have some, you know, off the top rope and some, you know, cage matches and things like that. It you might just be want to more. see him fall, right? Well, I mean, uh, t- I would like to see him fight. I think I would like to. Uh, um, by the way, 15 Olympic sports is what you can look forward to, uh, Sam. Now, there are multiple events within these Olympic uh, sports, but there's alpine skiing, biathlon, bobsled, cross-country skiing, curling, figure skating, hockey, luge, Nordic combined, short track, skeleton, ski jumping, snowboarding, and speed skating. Those are. The- I do like speed skating. I like speed skating as well. I like short track too because it's uh, there's a lot of it's like NASCAR. There's mm-hmm. a lot of crash them up mm-hmm. in uh, in short track speed skating. Next Sunday, by the way, 
So the uh, Olympics are for a fortnight in two and a half weeks. Next Sunday is going to be sports heaven for many people because there's only one thing next Sunday. You get the Super Bowl, and it's the midway point of the games of the Olympics, which usually is the big climax to them. And so it's going to be with all due respect to the Olympics, hard to to fit all that (laughs) in. Hey, praise the Lord for uh, bullet dodged. From a weather standpoint, uh, we got very fortunate because of the the amount of time yesterday that the temperature stayed above the freezing point and did not linger in that 31, 32 degree range. So it was really after dark. Uh, not long after the show yesterday, we saw the forecast by the NWS that was downgraded to where we could expect locally a tenth to a quarter of an inch of ice, which made us feel a whole lot better about uh, the likelihood of power outages and those things. And then the winds also never developed. So a lot of the precipitation came and moved through the area before the temperature got cold enough to give us winter precipitation. Now, we woke to some ice and some, you know, a coating of snow. We've had uh, we've had snow uh, showers around the area this morning, but we have been, uh, we are really fortunate considering what it could have been and then what it ended up uh, being. So we'll take the win. And we'll consider most of our preparations to be uh, a very good dress rehearsal for a future storm that we may get. It could be this year. It could be in future years. But this way, um, we got to test all of our systems, you know, whether it was generators or whether it was, you know, whatever it was uh, to, be, to be ready. So, But hard at work this morning is the um, the crew from uh, District 4 of the Kentucky Transportation Cabinet. Well, really, all of the districts of the Kentucky Transportation Cabinet is my guest. And Chris Jesse joins us by phone. Good morning, Chris. Welcome back. Good morning, Mark. How are you? We're doing uh, well. We're doing very well. You just heard me say praise the Lord for what was seemingly a, a bullet dodged. Um, your ultimate boss, uh, Jim Gray, I saw him say yesterday that there were 2,000 transportation cabinet uh, members who were active yesterday and some amazing number of pieces of equipment that were in use. You all have had a busy 24 hours, yes? Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, from Pikesville to Paducah, they, they certainly take a a statewide approach of looking at everything from a, you know, step back uh, kind of, uh, you know, a broad view. All we, you know, certainly dial into our local communities and more of a, a you know, local focus. But uh, as you mentioned, dodging kind of a bullet, I, you know, I guess you could certainly say that. Uh, uh, and, and what we feel like we dodged was not so much roads because we're, you know, we still went out, we're still salting, and we're we're spending as much man hour and materials time as if we had gotten three or four inches. Uh, and sometimes folks don't understand that these pesky snow events, time-wise and materials-wise, are just as expensive. And sometimes can be more so because you can't plow. You have to burn salt just to get roads clear instead of trying to plow it down. Um, so, you know, sometimes those can those can be very costly. But, um, but you know, we dodged the bullet of having to clear debris. You know, that, that's right. what we were so really concerned about because – you know, that's step one before you can ever start treating roads if you can't get through and trees are down and all of that. Uh, and power lines are down. You're at the mercy of utility companies. And, you know, they're they're overstretched, too, trying to get uh, things taken care of. So 
uh, we did not get in that situation. So that's that's what we're very thankful for. You know, for the last four days, it was, well, 1 o'clock, no 5 o'clock, 1 o'clock, <laughs> no 5 o'clock. And then 1 o'clock came, and then it didn't didn't change over, at least here between the lakes. Yeah. And then it really didn't change over until after dark. But we just – I knew that the way the system was forming is the more precipitation that fell as liquid, every little – every drop of liquid precipitation we got was less freezing precipitation we were going to get. And that uh, – it just kind of, you know, moved out of the area. And it didn't – the temperature didn't what I call linger. It didn't It didn't linger at 31, 32. It sort of just kind of, you know, dropped on down. And it uh, really ran out the, – the storm system just almost ran out of steam. Uh, you know, that that's a, probably a good uh, good description. You know, the kind of the – you know, the heavier rain also, uh, you know, it does this on roads and it does it on trees and power lines as well. But uh, the heavier rain's moving. Um, it, it holds heat longer. Water holds heat longer than, than hard surfaces do. do. So uh, the heavier rain actually, you know, kept things from freezing, even when the temperatures did drop to 31, 30, 31 degrees. Um, you know, the heavier shower activity over in Breckenridge, Mead, Grayson counties, and, and portions of the western side of our district there, uh, you know, it just it, it and it was daytime as well for the most part when all of that was happening. It just it, it couldn't freeze; it was falling off. So, uh, and the ground temperatures were warm. So, again, it, you know, if you were, uh, we had the best of a of a bad scenario, I think. There, your official line about five o'clock Central Time this morning was treatments will become more effective as the day goes. Based upon what I've monitored this morning, that seems to be proving true. Sure, and you know the. We talk about all the time the sunshine, even though you don't see it uh, through the clouds. Trust me, those, uh, those solar that solar energy is getting through to the pavement, and it uh, the sun does wonders. We, you know, you can drastically see when we monitor pavement temperatures, five, six, seven a.m. this time of the year, the pavement and, and air temperatures are usually fairly equal. Uh, and then you know, right up to that eight o'clock type hour, uh, the, you know, the pavement temperatures just really pop. Uh, once they get some sun on them. So, you know, that does wonders in helping that, uh, you know, the salt do its magic. So by the end of the day, uh, what I will call your roads, the state roads, are probably going to look really good by the end of the day. We'll get better tomorrow, even though the temperature is not going to uh, be above the freezing point. But some of the secondary roads and city streets and things going to be a little more time, and from maybe even sidewalks and things might be until Sunday, just because we're not going to get above freezing for a couple of days. Yeah, and then that, uh, you know, the temperatures are going to be so cold tonight. Uh, you know, I don't know what you're looking there as a number, but, I, you know, we're kind of looking at district-wide at anywhere from 12, 13, 14, 15 degrees as kind of a base for for uh, those lows tonight. And then, you know, we hope the roads do some drying. But, you know, folks, even if the roads don't dry off, uh, you know, the salt water will freeze. I mean, it, 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 uh, it will freeze at that temperature. So uh, there will be, you know, the places where the puddles are, uh, that, you know, we don't, we don't have drying brooms to go off and sweep off the roads. Uh, you know, there are going to be some slick spots tomorrow morning and tonight. So, uh, you know, drive. And I, you know, you mentioned my release. You know, drive expecting slick roads. I mean, that, that that's what you have to drive because they're not perfect, and you're going to be fine, fine, fine. All of a sudden, oops, and then you can't slow down. You can't stop. So. You know, drive with that expectation anytime we're at, you know, 29 degrees and we've had precipitation. It's just, uh, I hate to say that, but that's common sense. Yeah. The winter weather advisory may be ending, but we're not going to have an easy night tonight because of that low temperature. Uh, right. We'll see. Uh, in Jefferson County, they're predicting the low at 5. 
I think maybe 10, 11 here locally, but wind chills are probably going to be down definitely in the, in the single digits. So, Hey, before you go, um, I know this is going to, this will be maybe more of the, more of the, one of the more odd questions that I would pose to you. Do you know if any of your snow plows in the district have names? <clears throat> there have been a number of uh, occasions over the year where we've kind of, or through the years where we've uh, done the name, the snowplow thing. It's kind of usually done from a statewide angle, and sometimes they do that. But, you know, you know, crew members are like family. Uh, they're, they're coworkers, just like you have coworkers, and sometimes they – they name plows. Uh, I'm not always privy to, to what uh, each individual county does, but to answer your question, yes. <laughs> okay, good. Well, I'm going to give you. Do a su- you have some good names? I'm going to give you a suggestion that we will yes. say we're going to borrow from the Minnesota Department of Transportation, and the winner of their name a snowplow contest this year was Betty Whiteout. <laughs> and so we'll take it. As a tip of the cap to, and an homage to the late, great Betty White, who recently passed, that seemed like a pretty good name for a snowplow. She had longevity. She had endurance. She could get the job done, and I think that's what you would want in your snowplow. Well, Mark, thank you for being a friend. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> hey, uh, thanks to again, thanks to all the over 2,000 Transportation Cabinet people who have been uh, on the job the last 24 hours, and thanks to you for the time, as always. Uh, and and uh, same to you, and, and call anytime. All right, we'll talk again soon. Thank you so much. That's Chris Jesse, uh, District 4, Kentucky Transportation Cabinet spokesperson, giving us some good information. Yeah, again, reminder, uh, cold again uh, tonight. If you're watching, you've been seeing a lot of video and photography from uh, area roadways. You've been seeing a sampling. You've seen some Clarkson roadways. You've seen some Litchfield roadways. And if you're not watching, those are on our Facebook page. Uh, on, our, on our Facebook page. And those were dated, some of them in the 7 a.m. Central Hour, some of them in the 8 a.m. Central Hour. Um, and so, just you know, there'll be priorities on roads and streets. And uh, But, uh, you know, we would be silly not to remind you, it will get so cold tonight. It is unlikely because of the amount of of wet precipitation that we had. It is unlikely the roads are going to dry before the temperature, the bottom falls out of the temperature tonight, especially since we won't even get above the freezing point today. So especially, I will I will tell you, um, I'll use 259, Kentucky 259 south of Litchfield from Bloomington Road on through Bear Creek as a perfect example. The reason I use this is because there are so many topography changes down to the creek that there's always water runoff off of driveways or little streams that have, you know, and so there's from there's water running out into the road. And so the majority of the road might be clean, but then you'll run into this almost like a elongated icicle that goes out and forms in the road. And if you're going barreling down the road and you hit it, then all of a sudden you're in a slick spot. So just be very, uh, be very careful. I, I have noticed a noticeable difference in the traffic patterns yesterday and today and it seemed like most people are heating the morning and just staying in it's not as if we didn't have adequate preparation time to get the you know the bread sandwiches and that type of thing that we all you know probably all tried to get so just uh, continue to stay on home and watch the olympics even if you 
Even if you don't like it, you can watch other things too if you want, but I've just given you a suggestion. All right, let's talk a little bit about COVID-19. Quickly, 8,994 new cases diagnosed in Kentucky yesterday, 30 new deaths. We're seeing positivity come down, but hospitalization go up. And that means also that our deaths will remain higher than they should. So uh, positivity is coming down to 25.67%. But there are five more people hospitalized yesterday than the day before. And so just be uh, aware of that. The numbers are improving. But again, from the point of positivity, there are some really bad things that happen beyond testing positive if you are not so fortunate. Uh, reading a little bit yesterday about the national prayer breakfast that the Biden administration hosted it kind of a limit the 70th national prayer, prayer breakfast. And it was held in the international ballroom of the Hilton hotel. Both the president and the vice president spoke at that. Uh, I could linger on that for a while, but no sense in doing that. I did the big, big national news of the day yesterday though, was the United States saying that new intelligence shows that Russia is planning a false flag attack. So we've been trying to figure out why Russia is amassing troops at the Ukrainian border. And the United States um, has not provided detailed information backing up the claims yet. But the spokesperson for the State Department, Ned Price, said, we declassify information only when we're confident in that information. So... If you've been watching some media reports from the region, some of the journalists around there are seeing people who are in uniform, like in combat fatigues, but they don't have any national patches. They 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 aren't listed as being Russian troops or Ukrainian troops or they're just offering to cause confusion that they have this intimidating presence, but you don't really know what their allegiances or their intents are. And so in this movie-making CGI world where we can we can do deep fakes and we can, we can give you something that you would think, well, that person would have never said that, and suddenly you see them saying it. We, we, you know, in a lot of our entertainment, including you know, uh, Boba Fett, The Mandalorian, a lot of those things, and what the miracle they've been able to do to take uh, characters from long ago and bring them back and look like they're modern characters – if that type of technology exists, there are bad actors like Russia who will use that technology to create content that makes it look like, p- perhaps, that Ukraine attacked Russia. Mm-hmm. So that they can say, hey, we were attacked, they provoked us, and now the next thing you know, you've got World War Three in Europe. And so it's a very troubling – The great that's the great thing about technology. It's great, but guess what? It's also bad. Because people who want to use do bad things, they'll figure out a way to take good things and use them for bad purposes. So there you go. Uh, Lawmakers in Frankfurt are not in session today, but kind of a look back on some of the things that they did this week. I didn't get to it yesterday. It was kind of kind of wrap up. Uh, I do want to talk so that uh, school school board comment section, 15 minutes of comment has to be allowed. That did pass. Um, the measure cleared the House 66-24, now goes over to the Senate, likely to, to move forward. I, I th- if people can behave, I'm for all the public comment that... Um, Keyword. I, I, yeah, yeah, behave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then there's a measure aimed at stopping porch pirates. On this idea of stopping porch piracy, you'll have a very strong supporter in me of that as an ID, as an idea. Like, it's my porch. Don't be stealing things from it. 
They're mine. They don't belong to you. Theft is bad. But I do also think there was on KSR, there was a very healthy debate either late last week or early this week about let's be careful about being too heavy handed in in it's almost like the baby out with the bathwater type of mentality because do there are certain and a felony is a felony and mm-hmm. but what about a DoorDash order? What about this? This was the example that was used. Is a DoorDash order? Is there an exemption for food? And if it were food, if it were a starving homeless person, would you would you want in your would you want to charge them with a felony for stealing your Big Mac off of your porch because they were starving? I do like myself a Big Mac. I, I, I love so. Big Macs, but guess what? If well, and then the the other example that they used of saying, okay, let's say you have a lawn chair sitting on your front porch, and someone comes and takes your lawn chair. That's not a felony. Right. And it's just kind of like, should your package be a felony because your lawn chair? And that was, that was the point that kind of made me go, huh. I, and it was like I'd never really considered it. We're all trying to protect the sanctity of the porch. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's ours. It's not yours. And mm-hmm. thou shall not steal is one of the early commandments that the Israelites got, right? It was not the the 10 commandments weren't the first rules, but they were some of the biggest rules and we still thou shalt not steal is in there. Thou shalt not steal from my porch, my pocket, my car, whatever. So we're trying to protect the sanctity of that, but if you steal a um if you steal a a piece of information from the doctor's office that doesn't have any value from the mail, it's a felony, mm-hmm. but you could steal far more you, you, monetary value from you my could order porch. an iPad from your porch. That's, and... it, that's it. so I, I don't I don't I don't know where I am. I, I, I but then for... again, is you? Could, I mean, I've ordered some things on Amazon that cost less than five dollars. <laughs> we do it all the time. <laughs> oh yeah. So I, I don't. I'm not sure where the balance is in there. Um, I am for fixing the piracy problem, without a doubt, but. I also think we need to be careful about going too far, and I want I want a fair approach. I want a fair and equitable approach to this, and I guess we'll figure it out on down the line. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way here on In the Know. Today is. Rosa Parks Day. I'll tell you why later. It is Thank a Letter Carrier Day today. Thank you, letter carriers. You can keep the bills if you want. Well, <laughs> speak, you just mentioned letter carriers, and speaking of that, you told me to remind you when my COVID tests arrived, and they did yesterday. Oh, you got your COVID test yesterday? Yeah, my free ones in the did mail. You, did you use them all up yesterday? No. Like, have you already used no, them? I, I was tempted to, to, to use one just because <laughs> I... Because you can. Yeah. Listen, I would so be the same way. Yes. Um, but then again, as, as I would say, mine. is I don't know what I would do if it would have turned out positive. I would have been like, oh well, that backfired. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a very there's a very good reason I'm not going to have a positive test. Um, but I'm also not going to have a negative test. Um, it is also homemade soup day today. Oh. I'd say that has been a popular popular item over the last 24 to 36 hours on people. 
making it and getting it ready because it's one of those things you can, if you have any type of heat source, you can warm up some soup. So yep. uh, you can be you can be prepared. And then as we get into the weekend, um, tomorrow is World Nutella Day. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow is also Chocolate Fondue Day. I guess it's better than cheese fondue, but not much. Really? I just don't like it in the liquefied form. Just give maybe, me the, maybe one day you'll be able to get that for the Super Bowl again. Maybe. Cheese fondue? Uh-huh. For the Packers? Yeah, probably not. Uh, I would just go with a regular cheese plate, probably. Sunday is Froyo Day. Sunday is also Ronald Reagan Day. And Sunday is Pay a Compliment Day. Doesn't say what type of compliment. It could be mm-hmm. backhanded. It can be. <laughs> it could be just compliment in general. So you can do those. Um, Sam, uh, sports wise, this weekend. So no trip for the Cougars and Lady Cougars to uh, Morgantown tonight. But fingers crossed about tomorrow. So right now they have canceled the doubleheader tonight, and their hope so is postponed. Postponed. Is postponed for post, tonight. Post, okay. Postponed for tonight. Right. Yes, and their hope is is that tomorrow. They'll be able to play at 3 and 4.30. Okay. So that the girls' game would be at 3 and the boys' game would follow probably 4.30, 4.45, something along the lines of that. But they did say that that is contingent on roads greatly improving. Have they asked the your K105 Digital Productions crew to shovel any roads to get them... I don't know. I know that they're in for tomorrow, so so we're good. That uh, So that, that does cancel tomorrow's game as the Cougars were supposed to play E-Town Okay. At the Cougar Den, and obviously they can't play two games at once. Right, and they are unlikely to make up the E Town game. But Morgan, uh, the Butler County game is not really one they have the luxury of not rescheduling. Yes, correct. That that has especially the boys' game has major district tournament implications. Is I have to sit there. I haven't dove deep, dip, gotten deep enough into what the standings are and all of that, but. Uh, Right now, it, it's looking like the Lady Cougars will be playing the Lady Bears in the first round of the district. So that'll be kind of a preview for what the district could look like in a couple of weeks. Yeah, as you say, it's not that far away, uh, is it? Two weeks from Monday. Of, running out of runway here on the... Two weeks from Monday. And wow. uh, so we get to pretty much tear up that road to Morgantown because we'll be there hopefully four times that week of the district tournament. You could stay in the... Oh, wait. No, you can't. Um, let's... Uh, okay. do, I, do I really have to stay in Butler County? Um... No. Okay. Well, Good. There, I'd rather drive. But home. there's also one primary reason that you can't. But there's no Am sense. I not allowed? <laughs> no, it's not, it has nothing to do with that. I didn't know if I wasn't allowed in. I mean, I, all right. I'll save that conversation for the break. <laughs> uh, Coach Calipari was unsure Wednesday evening after the Vandy game if the U.K. men were going to be able to get out of Lexington today. My guess is they are able to get out of Lexington today and will be – on time and on schedule so they can do their shoot-around at Tuscaloosa and all that stuff before tomorrow's game against the Tide. What's that, a 6 o'clock Central game? I think it's um, I think, I think it's right. not till 7. But is it 7 Eastern, 6 Central? I don't no, know. you're right. It's 6 I think o'clock it's, Central time because yeah. the uh, countdown's at 3.30 tomorrow. Uh, so, yeah, I'm excited for uh, – that, sh- that should be a good game. I mean, Alabama plays kind of a fun, a fun style of basketball. Yeah. You know, they're going to run – they're going to shoot threes. It'll be interesting. It'll be fun. Uh, Hopefully that if the game does get canceled, that I can watch that. And even if not, I can at least catch the second half. The uh, Florida Orange Group, uh, Florida Orange's crop. Florida's orange crop will be the <laughs> smallest since World War II. 
I finally got it. I kept putting the S in the wrong place. According to the most recent forecast of the U.S. Department of Agriculture, Florida's orange crop could be the smallest since World War II. At its peak, the Sunshine State produced 244 million 90-pound boxes of oranges annually. Uh, This year, Florida's orange growers are only expected to produce 44.5 million boxes. So, um, Wow. wow. That's a that is a That's huge a reduction. Huge and for big, the first time yeah, in a difference. long time, California will produce more oranges than Florida. Hmm. There is a report of a bacterial infection called citrus greening and it has contributed to the severe decline. The incurable disease is spread by an insect, the Asian citrus psyllid, which was first detected in Florida in 2005. So this is a long it's hard to it would be hard to imagine Florida not producing oranges. You know, that's Florida orange juice. Florida mm-hmm. orange juice. That's I got yeah. some Florida orange juice in my fridge right now at home. Had some this morning. Does it have pulp? I, I prefer it to have pulp, but this one did not. You prefer but, pulp? Uh huh. See. Mm. See, I went to grab it off the when I grabbed it off the store. I thought it had pulp in it, but when I opened it up earlier this week and. Poured myself a glass and took a swig. It did not have any pulp, and I was a little disappointed. From here forward, I'll strain out my pulp, and I'll give it to you since well, I know I, you I like it so much. I don't know that I'd really just want the pulp. No, you can add it in to your orange juice to make I'm an extra I'm fine with it. I don't need it to be extra pulpy. I'm fine with just regular pulp. I, just, I don't know why. He I'm does just, not like it at all. Ooh, at ooh, all. Ooh, no, but I do. Explains a lot. Mm-mm, mm-mm. No, thanks. I don't... Mm. Just orange juice, no pulp. I mean, it, it's good. It seems like they got lazy. That's to me, what it was. To me, they the got thing, lazy. The thing like, I like about having the pulp have... in there is that you know it comes from actual oranges. It's I, I, not made from concentrate or something or made from I will fake tell oranges. You, whenever my mom would go to the freezer and mm-hmm. get that can mm-hmm. of concentrate, I was like, nah, <laughs> it just doesn't. That looks so... like orange ice cream. <laughs> then you got to throw it in the microwave and... Mix Some, it with your water. Something, yeah. I My dad like would it. used to do that. That did seem very unnatural, uh-huh. but it was just I just from love concentrate. That you microwaved it to get cold drink. Well, I mean, you had to do something to, to knock, it, but, yeah. knock it down. No, you cannot microwave one of those. They do make that, them in the plastic ones. That's what you're supposed to do. In the more modern ones. Really? I was going to say, you can't put the metal. You can't put, in the old days, they were in metal cans uh-huh. that you wouldn't put in a microwave. Yeah, now but the plastic. new concentrate now is they're plastic. I was going to say, I made grape juice from concentrate in the last six months and I had to microwave it for <laughs> just had a really strong hankering for grape juice huh <laughs> yeah it's good hey i love grape juice don't get me wrong it's gonna say it just surprises and, and me that you were so i must have some grape juice well i was walking Bring down on the, the concentrate i was walking well you, you <laughs> they don't sell it like i i've never seen them sell the uh where i shop that they don't sell like i can't buy it like i can buy orange juice well, it doesn't have to be refrigerated. It's mm-hmm. on another aisle with mm-hmm. the apple juices and the yeah, tomato I don't like juices. That one as much. And the, you don't? Okay. No. But, hey. So you would rather take your time and do the concentrate? I mean, mix? It, it takes. I've seen Sam. It takes, he likes to concentrate. It takes 90, se- 90 seconds, maybe. <laughs> I walk yeah, by I think you you're mi- right. You microwave it for a minute, and then I think you fill the can up three times yes. and put it in the thing That's, and shake it, and mm-hmm. it's done. So it's not I like walk it's. I by your office all the time, and I see you concentrating. So I know. That that's surely the way you prepare you prefer your juice mm-hmm. is from is from concentrate. At least I don't drink other kinds. I mean, there's some not very good juices out there. Mm, yeah, that's true. Hey, Facebook lost over one fifth 
lost over 20% of its value in one day. Mark Zuckerberg blames TikTok. Facebook's getting steamrolled by TikTok here in the uh, in the, the last few years. And so that's one of the reasons that they blew up uh, Facebook and turned it into Meta because they're trying to they're trying to think beyond the next generation of where social media is going. So what happened there was an earnings call yesterday and they basically said, Hey, TikTok's, you know, eating our lunch uh, recently. And so the stock tanked yesterday, but because Facebook is valued at almost a trillion dollars, when Facebook tanks on the market, it shakes the market. You know, it's big enough that it, it when it moves, you feel the ripple effect out into other portfolios. So it made for a kind of a little bit of a tumultuous day yesterday, but it uh, sunk 22.6% in value on the stock exchange. That's a... So I told you it's almost a, a trillion dollar company. That's a two hundred billion dollar loss. Well, I, I read two things on that. First off, I did see that Twitter did take a drop too. Do you have a shareholders meeting then this afternoon on that? Ooh, I need to log into my account because <laughs> I did see that Twitter was affected by that. I wonder if I can make it to the Twitter board of directors. I, I've had a, well, I've had the Jack, stock for a long time. I've been very consistent. Jack did step down, didn't he? And he was their their CEO. I'm but just, then I, I also heard that. Zuckerberg, because of that, lost $28 billion or something along the lines of that, and he dropped from 7th to 10th on the world's most richest men. So you gotta got to feel bad. 7th to 10th? That's right. Three uh-huh. and... He dropped three spots. Oh, bless his heart. But wouldn't know. it be nice, He's though, to think that, mm, oh, I lost $28 billion, hmm, only dropped three spots on the billionaire Here's chart. Here's one of the problems. <laughs> Facebook presently is a almost um, a company without a demographic. Because whenever the people my age got to Facebook, all the people Sam's age left. Yeah, peace. <laughs> and so then moved to Instagram, and then a bunch of people my age, I didn't, mm-hmm. then a bunch of people my age moved to Instagram, and then the kids said, uh, we got to go find somewhere else to hang out. It, this has been happening socially throughout since the beginning of time. Wherever the adults hang out, the kids are going to go find some, some other place to hang out. And so they've landed at TikTok for mm-hmm. now. But the problem with Facebook is they, their sellable demographic is not my demographic. Like mm-hmm. they, advertisers don't want me. No, <laughs> they want kids. Mm-hmm. You know, they want young young people because there's a future in in that. And so that's why Facebook is trying to say, okay, how do we reinvent ourselves so we can get kids to find their way back to us? And it's this metaverse idea. That's why I'm a Twitter guy. I like Twitter the most. I find Twitter to be pretty informational. Mm-hmm. It's not that there are because I can Twitter control fights. who I see. I don't have to follow you. Yeah. Uh, by the way, <laughs> I did this for fun the other day. Um, there was someone who said something negative about Oscar Shibway, mm-hmm. who I was not friends with, mm-hmm. but I saw it because someone else retweeted it, mm-hmm. and I went and blocked the person who said that about Oscar, even though I didn't follow them and they didn't follow me. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm just going to put you on my block list, because I'm- if you don't like Oscar, I don't like you. It made me feel better for a minute. I'm sure that that person in three or four years, when you're the CEO of Twitter, they're going to they're gonna look, and That's they're going to exactly be very right. disappointed, and they're going to wonder why the CEO is it, it blocked made, him. It made me feel better, so there you go. Even momentarily. A Michigan couple who allowed their three-year-old to play with what they thought was an inoperative Apple Watch said they were shocked when the toddler called 911 during his nap time. 
Leon Hendricks posted a video to Facebook showing the baby monitor camera footage from his three-year-old son Landon's. Landon's getting a lot of love this week. Winter storm named after him. He calls 911 with an Apple Watch. Uh, conversation with a 911 operator. So they actually called and talked to, and so uh, that was one of the original series watches, and I, he said he hadn't used it in years. It was probably not connected to a phone, but what's the harm? And But it was still tethered to his phone in a nearby room, and so he called 911 and got them on the... <laughs> so I can, I can um, empathize with this a little bit, but only in this way. Uh, a few years ago... Well, it's been th- probably three years ago now. Alea was still young enough that we were carrying her. We were going through security at the airport in Orlando. And I didn't take my watch off. And when I was wrestling her, carrying her through, I leaned on the button accidentally, that mm-hmm. the emergency button to call 911, but didn't know it. Mm-hmm. And by the time that I got to the gate, I looked down at my watch and it said like emergency or 911 or whatever. It's like, oh, that's a scam. That's not real. And so I didn't answer it. And we got busy. And then it called again and I answered the phone and it was 911. And they said, what's your emergency? And so I said, no, it was an accident and blah, blah, blah. But uh, within a couple of minutes, I saw some police officers with big weapons come through that were just like they just did a patrol through that general area just making sure that nothing was out of the ordinary and i thought this is extremely extremely weird but yeah i mean you think there's no harm in this but your kid gets a hold of one and calls 911 carrying on uh, discussion but uh, weird times we live in gotta get to a break we'll come back got more on the way hang around here on in the note Did you know? It took the editors of the first Oxford English Dictionary five years to reach the word ant, as in insect. Five years to get only portion of the way through the A's. Real? Wow. Mm-hmm. Yep. <coughs> That's crazy. I found that, that hard to believe. Was that Oxford just mm-hmm. working on it? Mm-hmm. Was it just one person? Uh, I think it was the entire Oxford family. Okay. It's my, uh, what I understand. Moana is now the most streamed kids movie ever. It is a good movie. The Disney animated feature starring uh, Auli Cravalho as Moana and, of course, The Rock as Maui with an earworm soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> from uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda was the second most streamed movie across all platforms in 2021, even though it came out in 2016. So, yeah, it's, it's got longevity and then with, you know, spent more time not being able to go to the movies and you're, so you're going back and... Where, where does that rank for Alea? She's... It's, it's right up there. In the top three? One? Well, I don't know if it'd be top three, but top five. Definitely top five. Yeah. Uh, she, well, one of the things about Alea and Disney does a wonderful job at this is that she really, uh, latches on and loves the non-title characters, the, usually the sidekicks, the animals. So, Hey, Hey, (laughs) she loves the chicken. Hey, Hey, she loves, uh, I guess the rooster. Hey, Hey, but she likes Pua too, but Hey, Hey is the funny one. She likes Olaf. 
You know, so the, the mm-hmm. side, like those mm-hmm. comedic relief. Yeah. So sometimes her interest in those movies she, oftentimes have more to do with Pascal and yeah. some the of those. Kit. She'd yeah. be a f- fan of Tomater then, in my favorite yeah, movie. Yeah, probably, pro- probably right. Probably. So, That's my uh, favorite. New at the theater this weekend, if you're headed out to the big screen, but remember, you're supposed to stay home. But if it's maybe it's available on demand, I don't uh, I don't know. I don't know what your setup is. You may own your own private cinema in your home where you get first run movies in your in your dwelling. So that's not for me to say whether you do or don't. Maybe we can get an invite if you do. Maybe. Um, Am I allowed to say the word jackass? Well, you just did. (laughs) But I was asking for permission. Like, am I allowed to say it? Because. That movie. That's not. Uh, a, that's not one of the seven dirty words. <laughs> no, but it's not one I would generally use. Um, but it's the title of a movie, mm-hmm. so I don't. Jack Donkey. It's <laughs> something. Uh, anyway, Jackass Forever, an R-rated comedy, is um, in theaters today. Johnny Oxville. Yeah, but Machine Gun Kelly. I don't know. This doesn't sound appealing to me at all. So. It's de- they definitely have their clientele. Yeah, I I never was a fan before. Probably the people who aren't so. who have no problems. With, probably those are the people who like wake up saying that word. So, uh, Moonfall. Is that the sequel to Skyfall? I would hope, but it's not. A mysterious force knocks the moon from its orbit and sends it hurtling toward Earth. Oh, so a real good feel, a real feel good picture, mm-hmm. uplifting. The best in humanity type film. (laughs) Halle Berry and uh, Patrick Wilson, John Bradley, Michael Pena. You don't like Halle Berry? Is that what your response was? You don't like her? We know that. So the title was not good for me to begin with, and then you said her. What's wrong with Halle Berry? What is wrong with Halle Berry? I I really don't know why I do not care for her, but (laughs) I just don't. And Ghost of the Ozarks, PG-13, horror, western, and limited release. In post-Civil War Arkansas. All right, I'm out. <laughs> but you like Ozarks, the TV show, right? Uh, yeah, but it's almost in another state. Like Lake of the Ozarks out there, is, it's, it's like a different. It doesn't count. It's kind of like liking Nashville, but not liking Tennessee. You can like Lake <laughs> of the Ozarks without liking Arkansas. Can, can I say I'd prefer Gatlinburg in Tennessee? No, what's the... I don't Oh, by the way, I also have no desire to go to Branson. Never been. Oh, I do not. I'm not not really interested. I've heard about things from there. I mean, if you want to see Lee Greenwood, that's where you got to go. And And see him sing one song? Well, I mean, he will sing more. (laughs) I just don't know. Is there another song that anyone thinks of when they think of Lee Greenwood? There is one more that I know, but it's but it's more to just be able to satisfy that question when you ask. So it's hard to remember. The uh, Super Bowl Fifty Six tickets are the most expensive in history. Yeah, I know. I know. Very well aware. Five thousand two hundred eighteen dollars each as of wow. Tuesday afternoon on SeatGeek. I had seen and those cheap. That cheap. That's. Uh, but then with the convenience taxes and fees it's just shy of seven thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Ticketmaster's cheapest was at sixty seven hundred dollars. 
high as seventy two thousand. Sam, you can get a ticket to the tailgate for just a thousand dollars. I'm accepting you, donations now. You can go sit in the parking lot outside SoFi. Well, I know some Bengal fans that are doing and that. Fire up your grill for a measly thousand dollars. So I know some Bengal fans that are doing sounds, that. Uh, sounds fun. I'll probably be watching on the couch. Stressing. Got to get to a break. We'll come back, finish it up for the week here on In the Know. I am a man of constant sorrow. MB's point to ponder for today. Would you rather, oh, this might be really hard. Would you rather wear the same socks for a month or the same underwear for a week? Socks, always. Easy. That's easy. It's easy. Easy. Yeah. Well, what? Well, no, that doesn't answer it. I was going to say, because I going to say, is this like July? Because <laughs> those are all the things you have to take into consideration. It's right now. I'll, no, I'm I'll sorry. take the socks because it's always not like my socks. feet are going to sweat. But then again, that the underwear are going to sweat, too. If it's July. Do you get to do you get to alternate the socks inside and out? Like you just in, and so. To like Can you just not wear socks? Invert them? No, I don't, I don't know. So that's what I'm. I don't want to not wear socks, but if it was stinky socks or no socks, I'll take no socks. Sam, what are you going to do without football this weekend? Well, I guess there is technically the football, Bowl. but that Pro Bowl they messed it up. They messed it up when they moved it to the the uh, no, the idle weekend between the no one playing was, on the two best teams is in the game. I don't think anybody on the two best teams would play on it, regardless, because there's no. Even if it were two weeks from now? Yeah. Why would you? They wouldn't take a trip to Hawaii? It's in Vegas this year. but They wouldn't uh, take a trip to Vegas? <laughs> After playing a 22-week season, they'd probably rather go home and spend the time with their family. Uh, so what about like the Bengals it, who might have uh, contract provisions if they make the pro ball well, they get bonuses they, do get, they, they get selected they still mm-hmm. even though they don't participate yeah. so there's literally there is absolutely no benefit and i mean i'll never forget a few years ago one of the bengal's better players got hurt playing in the pro bowl and missed half the season oh. of the upcoming year so it's it's one that of those sounds like that, that gotta, would be unfortunate uh-huh you got to uh outweigh the risks on television tonight on nbc the 2022 winter olympics opening ceremony did you watch any of it this morning? No. You're going to wait till tonight? Yeah, yeah I can't decide. Um, for one, I don't know. Just until I can see a real opening ceremonies with people mm-hmm. and all that stuff, I'm just, I'm, I'm fatigued on this whole, I'm just fatigued on that, to, on the limitations of all that. But I am curious to know who's going to light the, light the cauldron. I think I just saw a, a notification come through on who that was. I won't share it, though. I won't spoil it. Well, so it's in China. So my guess, it's whoever was running that uh, that uh, virus lab in Wuhan. Wouldn't that be seemingly fitting? Mm, I mean, if... <laughs> the mayor of Wuhan likes the cauldron. <laughs> Uh, the All-Star Skills game for the NHL is on ESPN tonight. The uh, Olympics on tomorrow. The NHL, NHL All-Star game is tomorrow. The NFL Pro Bowl is on Sunday. Celebrity Wheel of Fortune on Sunday. Anthony Michael Hall plays for Save the Children. Mario Cantone, Cantoni, Cantone, whatever. And uh, Lonnie Love 
Two of those three people I've never heard of. I just looked it up who it is, and I've never heard of. I mean, that doesn't mean it's anything. Not the mayor of Wuhan. Well, I don't know that it is not. It's two athletes that do it. <laughs> who I who I mean, if you want to try and say their names, you can, but I'm not going to try to. Today's highlight in history: this date in 1783. Oh, by the way, uh, it was. I saw the question earlier. What's wrong with Butler County? I don't think they have any hotels for you to stay in. Right? Isn't that what I? Yeah, I don't. We were talking about you staying overnight. I, I, I that's, that's why I pause. I'm like, uh-huh. are there not? Are there any hotels in there? I've, I've been through there in the last six months or so, and I don't. I don't. I don't know. remember ever passing a hotel in Butler County because well, there's not a there's not a state park in Butler County either, is there? I don't think so. I just didn't want you to have to impose and hunker mm-hmm. down with you know some some. I mean, but, I know Butler some, County. I know some that, Butler Countyans that might allow me their couch, but I'd much rather maybe go to my bed in Grayson County. And if anything, I could go to Bowling Green. Well, not to mention, the more times you go to Morgantown, the more trips you get to make through Caneyville, and that's always a pleasure. Today's highlight in history, this day. Sometimes I go through Brownsville to go around Caneyville. You go through Brownsville? (laughs) No, I go through... uh, I hope you wouldn't go to Brownsville. There are other ways to bypass Caneyville without going to Brownsville. uh, Sunfish, is that right? No, you can do that. You can go down that way. Go down... uh, Get to 70 and then cross that way. Sure. I don't know the right numbers. But, Sam, if you don't go through Caneyville, you don't get to go through Tanyard. And Tanyard is, I mean, you you do not you, do not, on, you do not opt out of a trip to Tanyard when you... What it usually is, is I drive through down, what is it, Morgantown Road or Caneyville Road or whatever it is, when I get off the parkway and turn both. left. It's both, depending upon what side of the okay. line you're on. Yeah, and so I go to Morgantown Road, and then usually on the way back, I'll take the parkways because it's a lot easier that way. Mm. Well, have you ever uh, have you ever taken a lovely scenic drive through uh, Windy Ridge? I don't believe that Windy Ridge is going to be between Caneyville and Tanyard. Okay. Okay. Is or Tanyard, whichever you'd prefer to say, whatever you whatever you like. Usually, when I'm driving that way, I'm just trying to get to Butler County as would fast you, as I can. Would you? Would I be able to knock you over with a feather if I told you that the wind blows on Windy Ridge? That that would that would definitely shock me. I, I mean, I, I'll make sure that we take a stop and do we need to stop and take some pictures next time we go? Sam, right after the show, get on Verbo and see what you can rent in Morgantown. Butler County cabins. Yeah. I'll give it a Google. Britain's King George III was proclaimed a formal uh, proclaimed a formal cessation of hostilities. This date in 1783, in 1789, electors chose George Washington to be the first president of the United States. Rosa Parks, a black woman whose 1955 refusal to give up her seat on a Montgomery, Alabama city bus, was born this date in 1913. In 1999, Bill Clinton's impeachment trial, uh, uh, senators voted to permit the showing of portions of Monica. Monica Lewinsky's videotaped deposition this date in 1999. Facebook was launched this date in 2004. Birthdays today. Former Argentinian President Isabel Perón is 91 today. I didn't realize she was still with us. I mean, that story seems like it happened so long ago and the whole, um, that whole Don't Cry For Me Argentina and the musical and all that. Dan Quayle is 75 today. Uh, if he doesn't have mashed potatoes for his birthday, 
then he's not living he's not living right. Alice Cooper is seventy four today. So saw Al- the photography of him shopping for shoes in Louisville. I wasn't sure, so he looked homeless. I mean, has he ever not looked homeless? Well, on stage he looks all kind of, you know. But then again, when he's on stage, you know stuff. he's not homeless. But yeah, that's true. I just but, love that he was dressed like a twenty five year old. Well, I mean, his show was that he was scheduled to play the Louisville Palace last night, and that got postponed. He's like, well, we can't sit around here, so we got to go do something. And so he just went and roamed around Mall St. Matthews. Mm-hmm. I guess he bought some shoes for his birthday. See, I'm not sure if I would have processed if that was him. I don't I don't think most people would. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he's someone that just you would immediately recognize. And I don't know that I would have expected if I was walking around the mall to see Alice Cooper. If you knew he was in town, maybe you'd be more likely to. Maybe. Maybe that person who maybe that person had tickets. By the way, I've got tickets to the show if you'd like to have a couple whenever they reschedule it. Dallas Cooper? Uh-huh. Sure do. Oh, I got I'm He's got connected. a good radio show. I am listened to his radio show before. Listen. I am juiced. When I've got tickets when I got tickets to Alice Cooper that I can just give away to you. Does he sing you schools know, out? I'm connected. Mm-hmm. Connected. Lawrence Taylor is sixty three today. Clint Black is sixty. Oscar De La Hoya is 49, Natalie Imbruglia is 47, and Olympic gold medal gymnast Carly Patterson is 34 today. Ooh, I'm tarrying. We're way late today. Uh, Charles Lindbergh, born in 1902. Byron Nelson in 1912. Conrad Bain, born in 1923. He played Mr. Drummond on uh, Different Strokes as well as other things. But I know him as playing Mr. D. Oh, man. Sheriff's office is calling somebody out here. I'm not sure what exactly it is, Dennis Cook, but... Does that say Dennis Cook is wanted? Dennis Cook is wanted by the Grayson County Sheriff's Office? Is that what that says? (laughs) I'm not, I mean... 1947, Johnny Mercer, number one, with a gal in Calico. I do know that... Is Dennis Cook going to be on the most recent (laughs) Grayson County's Most Wanted? I do know that, that one Sheriff Chaffins, one of the times that he was in here, he did tell... One Dennis C. Cook that he was going to wait until one of the coldest days of the year to pull him out for a felony traffic stop. So, and it is going to be one of the coldest nights of the year tonight. Thank goodness for body cams. Let's go to 1956. K. Star is number one. Oh, I see what it was. He thinks Alice Cooper and Dennis Cook look like. I can see it. Like, do think it's interesting though how one guy hides behind an entire office to throw shade at Dennis Cook. 1974, Dolly number one. (laughs) Such an intricate, intricate riff in that song. (laughs) That's what you were talking about. Oh, wow. I'm getting a call from Louisville right now. It probably is. Uh, is it Alice Cooper? Probably Alice Cooper. I think it's some hotel room somewhere. Marvin Gaye, Sexual Healing, number one in 83. I mean, have Alice Cooper and Dennis Cook ever been seen in the same room? I would bet a large sum they have not. Shanice, I Love Your Smile, number one in 1992. Jennifer Lopez, Love Don't Cost a Thing, number one in 01. Kesha, TikTok, number one in 